like ludicrous. So Tracy, would you live in this house? Live? No. Why not? It's, um, I haven't seen any furniture yet and I, I like to be a little cozy. I'm gonna have to wait until I see like the sitting room. You don't need furniture when you have all these swords. <laughs> it's really about the kitchens and bathrooms for me, so. And welcome to the Horror Talk Podcast, the podcast where we show a special film to our guests without giving them any information about it ahead of time. I'm your host, Dakota Jones, and as always, I'm here to guide you and our special guests through the bizarre and fantastic horror films you may have missed. Today, we have a special guest, I would say local uh, local Roman expert, Tracy Herring. <laughs> um, not sure how Roman, uh, my, I... Everybody's talking about how often men talk about the Roman Empire. That has come back up, and I don't yeah. understand the craze. Um, I think somebody asked it on TikTok, and now everybody's talking about it. And I will say, I probably think about it more than the average bear, but probably not as much as a man. I mean, like like all men, we enjoy Caligula. It's an underrated film with <laughs> Helen Mirren and Malcolm McDowell. Uh, shout out if any of you listeners haven't seen... Caligula, you could you could probably skip it. It's not that great. <laughs> it, it's it's for the for the camp value. Yeah, you want to say you've said it? Maybe I don't know. It's like it's softcore in the way the Italian stallion softcore. Correct, <laughs> <laughs> but it's Helen Mirren, so it's classy. Uh, so you are one of our theater friends who mm-hmm. I actually haven't like done a show with yet. I know. So like, what do you uh, what do you normally do in your theater work? Um, well, I didn't really start doing it until, like, I was 40, like, 10 years ago, so, um, in the beginning, I just would do whatever anybody wanted to cast me as. Sure. Um, but... We've all been through those, like, (laughs) I'm just, I'm here, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, thanks for wanting me. Um, but, um, I've mostly been cast in comedic roles, because um, my it, my origins is um, improv with comedy sports, okay. um, so um, I tend to just get cast into to comedies, um, but started to venture out into some drama, and it's kind of fun and honestly a little bit easier um, than comedies in in some ways. So, oh yeah, because drama you're not looking for huge audience reactions all the time but for like comedy like if it's just dead you're like sweet god you're sweating bullets yeah you you can fail at comedy it's hard to fail at drama you know just because everybody doesn't cry doesn't mean they didn't care but people don't laugh it's 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 embarrassing (laughs) (laughs) it's embarrassing I uh I did a brief I did like open mic night at Crackers and Broad mm-hmm. Ripple when they still had it when I was in like high school and the first time I went, ev- like every comedian I've ever seen behind the scenes is just like you're you're gonna bomb like it's just gonna happen like that's yeah. something you gotta deal with and my first time I was like this wasn't that bad this was pretty okay I did pretty all right nice. and then I went back and I had too much confidence the second time and then like no laughter was going on and then I went into that terrible thing where. 
then you just start to speed up. Yep. And then I looked at the back and the guy held up three fingers and I was like, I ran through all my material. I still have three minutes left. And three minutes is a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just started rambling off. And at one point I heard someone in the audience go, what? And I was like, oh, that's it. I'm good. It's funny because people will go... I don't particularly like to go to stand up unless I know what I'm getting into because it's embarrassing for me. I feel the pain of the person who's bombing. Um, But it's funny that people will go to stand up over and over again, even though, you know, the chances of it sucking is pretty decent a lot of times unless it's, you know, huge celebrity. Um, But, you know, if somebody goes to one improv show and it wasn't great, they won't go again. And easier to you know save yourself in improv because it can you know you have other people to help you sure um but there's nowhere to go and stand up if your material isn't right for that audience that's fair but people are so much more forgiving of it than improv it's 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 interesting i feel like the thing with improv is maybe uh, for like stand up maybe it's just like a bad night maybe the jokes aren't working with that particular crowd but they have worked with others i feel with improv much like saturday night live when it's on, it's on. But when it is off, everyone's very well aware. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just feel like you have a you have opportunities to make up new stuff. And it's hard to come up with a good joke on the fly. So, so hard. Like, I, it, every time I write a script, I'm sitting there, like, with one line. I was like, I can't think of a good punchline. It's been three weeks. Yeah. That's rough. So, uh, first question for mm-hmm. you before we get into the movie. Uh, do you believe in ghosts? I must. Like, intellectually, maybe not. But then um, I will get scared in my own house sometimes. <laughs> and this, and I, I, there are definitely times where I feel like um, this place is haunted. Um, so I guess to an extent, oh, yeah. I wouldn't get scared if I didn't think it was at all in the realm of possible that's fair i mean i feel like whether people want to admit or not if you see some place you're like no not that place yeah not going in there everybody's got like it's like gaydar but ghost star like everybody (laughs) can like pick out something but i feel like people's ghost star is better than their gaydar because mostly everybody if you see something you're like no i'm not touching that i'm not going in there yeah i mean we're all just energy right yeah i mean it's not actually even probably scientifically and terribly impossible. I mean, we're just energy. We yeah. Have some energy left over. So this goes into my second question. I'm going to need you to, let's start by saying that ghosts are real. Let's yeah. go for that in, for this second question. Now, if ghosts were real, could you assemble a certain number of those ghosts into a Da Vinci-style machine that could eventually predict the future? Well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if I can believe one thing, why not? I mean, I believe in science, and um, you can fold space. There's, there's, there's theories for it, like with people who've actually studied stuff. Um, sure. Why not? Okay. I'll just energy floating around. There's no reason to believe. Oh, that, that you're going to be so well prepared for the film okay. today. So the film that we're going to watch is 13 Ghost. Ooh. Uh, have you ever heard of it? Never. Okay. So 
I'm so excited because uh, it is it came in a surge of remakes in the late 90s, early 2000s mm-hmm. of William Castle movies. Do you know who William Castle is? I don't think so. I I worship at the altar of William Castle. Okay. Uh, the man is a. Uh, kind of. He did uh, House on Haunt Hill, the oh, original okay. with Vincent Price. Okay. Um, he did lots of schlocky bad horror films like a Straight Jacket, uh, Macabre, Homicidal, uh, The Tangler, and <laughs> he did Thirteen Ghosts. The, okay. The thing with William Castle is whenever he would present a film, there's a actual gimmick that goes along with it. So for House on Haunted Hill that came with like a Merjo, which was the thing you could watch it in. So when they used to show it back in the 50s, they would have a skeleton rigged up. So at one point when a skeleton's going on, they would like do it and it would go across the theater. I would have pissed my pants and screamed so (laughs) And then for 13 Ghosts, it's like a haunted house story and it was an early use of 3D mm-hmm. before yeah. like 3D boomed. So mm-hmm. you could watch the movie in black and white and you could kind of see the ghost a little mm-hmm. bit, but if you put on the 3D glasses, you could see the ghost in oh, the scenes. Cool. It was super Ooh, cool. How high tech. In the 90s and early 2000s, there's this production company called Dark Castle okay. that did uh, The Haunting, which had Liam Neeson and Okay, because yes, I have seen that logo. Uh, They remade House on Haunted Hill with uh, Jeffrey Rush in it. Uh, And this was one of the ones that got made. So this film's got, it's got so many good people that you're like, wow, okay. It's got uh, Matthew Lillard. Probably know him when I see him. Uh, he was Shaggy in the live action movies. Oh, I love him. Yeah, he's also in um, Good Girls. Yeah. Uh, it's got F. Marie Abraham. Oh, okay. It's got Tony Shalhoub from Monk. Oh, I love him. Uh, Shannon Elizabeth. Uh, she was the girl who was doing the strip tease with Jason Biggs in American yes. Pie. Mm-hmm. She's all for the horror fans listening. She's also in a terrible, terrible, wonderful film called Jack Frost. <laughs> Not to be confused with the Michael Keaton one, right, right, right. That technically ripped it off. It came out oh, after. Really? Oh, oh, do you, you treat yourself this <laughs> holiday season? Watch Jack Frost okay. is bad. It's so it. bad. <laughs> okay, uh, so. You told me that you were interested in ghosts and haunted houses, mm-hmm. and I think this movie is going to deliver on both of those things. Okay. So, uh, without further ado, you ready? I am ready. Perfect. All right. Okay, so before the guest watcher movie, this is a point where I'm going to explain the summary to you. And look, I know it's not got, like, all the plot points in it. It's pretty simplified. I try and run through it as quick as possible. I strongly urge that you watch the movie beforehand because... Why the fuck are you listening to this if you haven't watched the movie yet? You want to see if you're interested in the movie? The next, like, 30 minutes is people making jokes about a movie you've never seen. And why? Why would you want to do that to yourselves? Just watch the fucking movie. (laughs) 
13 Ghost is a 2001 remake of the 1960 William Castle film of the same name. It's directed by Steve Beck, written by Neil Marshall Stevens, and stars F. Murray Abraham as Cyrus Criticos, Tony Shalhoub as Arthur Criticos, Matthew Lillard as Dennis, Shannon Elizabeth as Kathy Criticos, Raw Digga as Maggie, and M. Beth Davids as Kalina. Mysterious moneybag, Cyrus Criticos is on the hunt for ghosts with the help of Dennis. But why? Before we can figure out, he's dead. A lot happens in the first ten minutes. Well, now that Cyrus is dead, his nephew inherits his crazy glass puzzle box house. The family goes and quickly discovers that this house is more than it seems. The Criticos house is filled with captured ghosts that Cyrus was going to use to open a portal through hell, time, and space. You heard me. As the gang gets lost, turns corners, and encounters the real stars of the film, which are the dead ghosts, we find out Cyrus is not dead. What a twist! He needed his nephew to kill himself in order to start the machine and... Look... The plot is complicated and messy. He's using souls to become powerful. There. The incantations and spells get all messed up, releasing the spirits and them taking their vengeance upon their oppressor, Cyrus, ending the film. It's campy, visually impressive, has captivating ghosts, and Matthew Lillard. It's a great remake that is widely considered a cult favorite, and rightly so. Marina, play the funny parts! The last thing I saw at Frankie's Flicks was Boogie Nights. I, I saw it with movie. Paige Scott. It's one of my top five favorite films. I fucking love it. And it's so funny because Burt Reynolds like didn't like promoting it because of his character. It's the best thing I've seen him in. It's that the and Smoking the Bandit. Him. Yeah. But he actually did the film, a friend of mine who was going to NYU film, um, they did a movie called Citizen Ruth. He's playing the exact same character, and he seemed to be fine with that. I cannot wait to get a radiator out of there. I've been looking for it for a while for my 1994 Pontiac Geo, and it's the perfect That's time. That's the place. I never actually see junkyards like this. They have to exist. Thir- Thirteen in ghost. <laughs> I don't think their insurance is going to cover that. No. I don't think they're supposed to be there. But they have set up campfires, so. Now, what would make you think that they're not supposed to be there? Um, I would say the uh, locked gate that they just drove through. <laughs> Get those flares out. Didn't mm-hmm. you just light them? Whenever you're trying to look spoopy, make sure to get old school Rolls Royce. 
Salieri is here. And a fucking... I know the Edna mode says no capes, but goddamn if capes don't look good. Oh, I love a cape, but I do have the Edna mode glasses today. Oh, is that a lot of Xanax? I get that, but like, are you gonna pay for my pills? We are in America, yeah, the healthcare I mean, system's fucked. The street value of that has probably been pretty high. This is a shitty Airbnb, although it is mobile. Is this but... what like real Ghostbusters look like? Holy crap. There's something strange in your neighborhood. You should call your homeowners association. <laughs> Dennis has some, like, superpowers? He's a psychic. Oh. Oh, look, it's Miss oh. Honey from Matilda. <laughs> he doesn't need that walking stick. He just climbed up three cars. He does to look like a pimp. And oh, right now, yes. he's big dick swinging energy. Mm -hmm. Like, let's be honest. If you saw F. Murray Abraham walking down the street with a cane, you'd be like, you can get it. Okay. Yeah. Maniacal laugh, come on, Marie Abraham. I mean, maybe like some foreplay, but like I can't <laughs> just do it. Well, that guy's dead, and that guy was dead, and that guy. Nah, maybe. <laughs> oh, oh that no. guy fucked up. Yeah, uh oh. Yeah, that's where you're gonna get stuck. Uh oh. I uh oh. I don't know what you. It's a throat wound, ma'am. Ooh, somebody had a. I thought I was in menopause, baby. I'm right here, Tracy. <laughs> Fight you on the podcast, and you're just like, <laughs> let me throw fucking shade. Are your siblings 20 years older than you? Yeah. Uh, well, the difference between me and the oldest sibling is 19 years. Okay. And then me and the youngest sibling next to me is 12 years. Okay. I think they just like to space them out. Well... Here's what I'm not happy about. Two people in the 90s had sex, and now I have to pay bills. And they don't even like each other anymore. Oh, no. Oh, I'm not. Uh, that's okay. fine. I'm pissed about paying the bills. It's going to happen eventually. <sighs> Couldn't have if my mom. Mom, I didn't. My, my mom doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> Who am I kidding? <laughs> So I like that he's like, I've got financial problems. I can still hire a maid, though. Like, I gotta oh, have her. Okay. She's uh, also a rapper. Uh, oh, what is her name? Is it Raw Digga? Okay. Oh, no. I swear to God, if your mother didn't perish in that fire, I'd beat the shit out of you, Bobby. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dad. I knew it. I predicted. 
It was. It, uh, it was she is the rap artist Raw Digga. Okay. But you know, just throwing in a, a rap artist was big back mm-hmm. in this time because you had this. You had uh, LL Cool J drop kicking Michael Myers through a wall in Halloween H two O. Ice T was in Anaconda. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Ludacris was in something. I'm forgetting what. All right, gang, let's get into the family truckster. <laughs> Tony, I don't like the looks of this neighborhood. Aw, oh, come on. It's fine for the kids to see the ghost. Kids, you seen all the ghosts? <laughs> Roll them up. That's strange. You fucked up my house. I wish you had burned in that fire. So, Tracy, would you live in this house? Live? No. Why not? It's, um... I haven't seen any furniture yet, and I, I like to be a little cozy. I'm going to have to wait until I see, like, the sitting room. You don't need furniture when you have all these <laughs> swords. It's really about the kitchens and bathrooms for me, so... Ooh, he's in cahoots with the mean lawyer? Well, yeah, they both worked for Cyrus. Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't remember seeing the shitty lawyer. No, we just met the shitty lawyer. Okay. You know, he's a shitty lawyer, which means he's a good lawyer. If he's a psychic, why can't he, like, kind of tell where things are coming from? Or have some protection? It's kind of weird. I mean, he seems like a Trojan man. Oh. <laughs> they were not listed under the Airbnb amenities. No. I think I don't want glass, all glass for my bathroom. Why? Well, I mean, when you're living with your dad... And little brother, that could be weird. Well, good thing I don't have to worry about those things. <laughs> Although, hopefully the toilet's also not see-through. Yeah, like... Worst babysitter ever. ever. Ooh. Uh-oh. Well, they templed to doomed it. Yep. What happens, you pretty bastard? Uh-oh. All the rooms lined up. He booby-trapped. Oh, booby right in time trapped. for the booby! <laughs> I didn't know she was coming out right then! Didn't mean it. Best kill oh, of yes. the movie. feel about that. I feel split. (laughs) Oh. 
Oh, he'll have a little friend to play with already. Well, one of the kids is dead. How are they going to cross streams then? They're not going to do the know. normal things. That's what you get when you're racist and play Cowboys and Indians. If I'm remembering correctly, it was the 50s. So that kid <laughs> was like eight years old in 56. Oh, I'm already in here. Get your own. Oh, this is why they're going to haunt them then, because they're they're moving into her tub. She's fucking awful. Yeah, she's I'd fire worst. her. That's her I mean, only lost job. lost her kid in the house. Oh, sure, I'll go in there. Uh, like, I, I may be one of the few people who feel this way. Fuck kids in horror movies. <laughs> they're either annoying... Or they're evil, mm -hmm. and there's nothing in between. I've never seen a kid in a horror movie that I'm like, they're really doing their best. You know, they're slow. They just kind of hang weigh you down. They can't run as fast. And you're always going to go after them because, you know, I guess you have to. The Horror Talk podcast is taking a bold stance and saying, <laughs> fuck children in horror movies. They're absolutely awful, and they shouldn't be there. I'm the Horror Talk Podcast, <laughs> and I approve this message. He still has that empty bottle of Xanax. <laughs> you think he could have gotten a refill by now. <laughs> the lawyer split. I just got that. <laughs> oh, I love it. God, it's just endless fucking halls. I hope there's a spell book. Oh, they're going to have to look for a spell book, aren't they? Well, that one lady has that spell book. What do you mean, these you people? You feeling sad for them? <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, it would be really shitty to like, have to spend all of eternity without a head. Well, that guy shouldn't have gambled and then fucking got in with the big sharks. <laughs> Fun fact: canonically, that's his backstory. Is it? Yeah, all of them have backstories. Oh, okay. The kid. This is your kid. He, this is like the third time you said that. It's like he forgot it's his. Oh, you got a heart of gold. Matthew Lillard does, both on screen mm. and in real life. Is he really? Yeah, he's really nice in real life. Really? Super, super, super nice person. He's also a big fucking nerd. Okay. He like plays D&D &D with like Vince Vaughn and Big Show from <laughs> WWE and Joe Meganello. Joe Magnolo plays D&D. Oh, you don't know? No. Oh, he's a huge D&D nerd. We're everywhere. <laughs> Mark even plays D&D once a year. Does Shots he? fired, Mark. Ooh. I played it once. Yeah, we do. Uh, I... DM the Dungeons and Bingo show. 
Doesn't I do that? Okay. It's the one that Mark does at Gen Con every year. Okay. No, I did want it White Rabbit. Like, if you don't have the glasses on, will you just, like, not get... Remember what I said about the gimmicks? <laughs> and about if you didn't have glasses, you couldn't uh -huh. see the ghost? Uh, they incorporated uh, it into the movie. Very nice. Are they going to split up like dumbies? They're going to split up. They're going to split up. Yep. The Horror Talk podcast is brought to you by Not Splitting Up. We're yeah. all here, and that's because we decide to stick together. Uh -huh. Buddy system. Don't be dumbies. The next time you go to a abandoned cabin, haunted house, rich, eccentric millionaire's home, don't split up. Stay no. together. Don't do it in the woods. Don't do it in the corn maze. You know who also wanted to stick together? Patty Hearst. <laughs> you know, Patty. she had an adventure, though. I hope... I. Patty, I hope you're listening. You were a babe. You were a babe back then, and you were a babe now. And I'm sure you were brainwashed, but you just had fun. I'll bet he was cute. Was he cute? I never looked at the... The rip dude with railroad spikes in him? No. <laughs> now she's going to wise up. The kid... The kid, where are you? Was that a tape recorder? Yeah, it's the one that he was doing oh. his little podcast on. <laughs> that looks so big. It might be the last thing you hear from him, though. I'd save it. Better shape up, because I need a ghost. <laughs> He sounds like he's definitely not going to be okay. That kid has a name. That kid's slowing people down. If you were a good father, he'd say, you save yourself, I'll find the kid. So, the naked woman's backstory mm -hmm. was uh, exceptional beauty. Mm. Uh, but, you know, as all people do in horror films, they're not pretty enough. So then mm. they have to start having surgery. I was going to say, those boobs are really holding up perky. So surgery after surgery, span of abuse of boyfriend mm. after boyfriend. Uh, then she tries to do some surgery on herself, uh, fucks up, loses yeah. an eye, and oh. then just decides to kill herself. As you do. How do you know the backstories? How do I know? Yeah. Oh, uh, so... Is there, like, a companion book or something? There is some in the film itself. Okay. There's some in behind-the-scenes features, but uh, as as your local podcast host and mm -hmm. curator, I do research on all the movies that okay. I show to people beforehand. Like, there's some things that I'm holding back because I want to have a discussion okay. afterwards. But uh, the jackal, the person that's attacking mm -hmm. them with big head cage mm -hmm. they were a person who uh was just like fucking insane and so they put into a straight jacket yeah. and they continued to like move the straight jacket and mm -hmm. tighten it so their body is contorted Aww. and then they kept chewing through the straps so eventually they that, put the big the cage. cage on the head now this is a far cry from the original movie <laughs> that did not have it was just like ghost in the house mm -hmm. 
And the 13th ghost was like the one person they were going to kill. Mm. Yeah, they, they didn't even notice her. He is the worst parent. Now, the tiny kid you saw mm -hmm. was just like playing with like a fucking neighbor kid. Yeah. And uh, the neighbor kid was a piece of shit and actually had a real, a real arrow. arrow. Ugh. Uh, yeah. Uh oh. Oh, there's that one arrow with him. Oh no, baseball bat. Now, as that kid's look would show you, mm -hmm. uh, he was like a greaser back in the day. Yep. And then died in a like a drag race and oh. like burned to death. I see. Oh, by the way, I haven't said it. Uh, happy Halloween season. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm glad I'm breaking this in with you. Absolutely. Is this, uh, is this your first one of the season? First scary movie of the season? It is. It is. So late in the game. Well, I, 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 was, I, I tend to listen to a lot of suspense books and stuff, audio books and stuff. But yeah, I haven't had time to read or watch movies very much, though. Do you, uh... Have you ever listened to Lore? I did when it first came out. I haven't listened to any podcasts for a long time because I kind of got into audiobooks. That's fair. Now, he uh, was a disgruntled worker. Uh, some of his employers mm -hmm. were the people on the railroad had his wife and daughter guys. killed. Oh. And so then he went off fucking rampage and murdered all of them. But then mm -hmm. townspeople found out about it so then they found him where he was they started shoving railroad spikes through him and then they chopped off his hand and put like a big sledgehammer they they, they basically gave him a weapon for all eternity <laughs> yeah they did the same thing that uh okay. have you ever seen Candyman? i have not seen that yet I've... i was excited for it but then i heard like the movie the, the new the new remake i heard wasn't that great disagree okay well i think, I think it was mark so yeah, well, when Mark talks about... I'm sorry, let me get closer to the mic here. When Mark talks about horror movies, my opinion trumps his because I he also says that Nightmare on Elm Street isn't that great of a series, especially the one I showed him. So... Well, there I, you go. You're not going to listen to this episode anyway, Mark. Marina, make sure to keep this in because if he does listen, I want him to hear this. <laughs> Oh, I love Mark, but he's wrong when it comes to horror movies. Yeah, he uh, he also said something about a horror movie that I saw that, that he wasn't crazy about. But no, it's not a it's not a remake. It's okay. like the one in the '90s happened, and then oh. this is a continuation. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought it was really good. Okay. Both uh, the original, which is based off of a uh, Clive Barker novel, right? And he's the guy who did Hellraiser, right? And mm. she was purported to be a witch. Okay. And actually well, was she, a witch. Yeah. Because their Looking attempts apart. to kill her kept not working. Uh-huh. Why did she get into this job then? Well, no, the babysitter. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was her. I'm like, this is your work. No, but I'm still wondering why she is here. We, we've noticed. Our house... In the middle of the it's, glass. It, the house is a machine. There's gears everywhere. <laughs> Thanks for being. Raw Dick is like, I just thought they liked <laughs> steampunk. 
you know all those fucking nerds are into that shit. I just, I don't know. Oh, yeah. So, uh, just rough explanation. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're getting the ghost out to create, like, this machine that can tell the past, present, and future through the eye of hell. Because why not? Of course. How much do you love your children? The one you can't even remember the names of. Hey, there's... Shannon and Elizabeth. (laughs) And the kid. The kid? (laughs) Now, the Horror Talk podcast does not condone suicide unless you are trying to stop a 12-ghost-powered Da Vinci machine from the 15th century. I mean, you know. You gotta do it. Oh my gosh, Cyrus, what an asshole. He did this on purpose. Yeah. Those look like dynamite, and isn't that supposed to be, like, really volatile? Like, you shouldn't be, like, tossing it around? No. So, fun fact yeah? uh, that I know about dynamite is that it used to be very volatile. Okay. Uh, so, like, they used to have it in, like, barrels, and mm-hmm. if it was moving, that would yeah. do it. However, when they create dynamite, you need, like, a hard hit okay. in order for it to spark, which gotcha. is why... When you light it and it mm-hmm. goes down, there's like gunpowder there. So that gunpowder oh, explodes and then mess. that accelerates it. I see. So uh, it's just like for like bullets or something, you mm-hmm. need like a hard hit in order for it to do something. Mm-hmm. Which uh, not, he doesn't know if they're alive, so it might not be worth it. Is that what he's saying? <laughs> He's like, fuck them kids. (laughs) He's like, look at my back and what did those kids do? He's like, I I know we've got financial troubles and you know with two less mouths to feed, I could really be doing something with my life. Do they even know about that bag of money? No, they don't. They they haven't even found the guy. Hmm. They don't even know that the lawyer's dead. Right. Oh, they should just, like, tattoo it on their bodies. That's really inconvenient. Like, Well, I don't think that they just have a tattoo machine just <laughs> at the handy. Or just write it on you or something. Some, surely somebody has, like, a lip liner or something. She's like, well, when I'm not throwing flares and ghost hunting, I am a Mary Kay specialist. <laughs> you know, all these ghosts need is some love, and Mary Kay has the right choice for you. And Tony Shalhoub's like, I'm an Avon girl. (laughs) I I don't think that's going to work. So fun, fun question. Mm -hmm. Why the fuck did Dorothy ever want to go back to that goddamn dust bowl, awful grayscale place? I don't know. And she was living in the dust bowl in Kansas. Like, what the? No. I don't know. I'm going to stay with Because they, you know cared about her family and shit fuck her family they were so old and for all she knows they died they, in that yeah, twister exactly oh there it there is. it is oh man they're not gonna take that suitcase of money are they what if they come behind you what if they come behind you hmm? you ever think of that well i feel like you should like warn someone before you're about to do that like a head pad or like something oh like walking behind them oh. yeah 
God shit. You mean the second testament? <laughs> That's when he got all soft. That first one, it's just pestilence and smiting. I am really impressed by how he was able to do all that writing straight across. Like, I always end up, like, writing on, an, on a slant. Are you left hand or right hand? Right hand. Huh, I'm left hand and I've got that problem, but, but that's because of like the way most journals are. Mm -hmm. It's a bitch. Oh, it's F it's <gasps> Uncle Cyrus is still alive. I knew it. Batter up. Oh no. Ah, uh, no. Great makeup though, nice. yeah. Nice, yeah. Oh, Dennis. Oh, the oh, pandemonium. Oh, no. Man, now I'm able to see they're, they're walking in blind. Oh. Ooh, come Ooh. on. The refs Ouch. have to call that one. Yeah. Black. Oh, no. He's not even dead. Ghost. He's just going to be crippled. Those were jiggling at the last second. <laughs> but still very perky. It's uh, it's a thing that I like to call 2000s boobs, because yes. if you look at a lot of them, they're mm -hmm. like big, fake, and like mm -hmm. super tiny nipples. Or like 70s boobs when there was the potassium deficiency, so they've got like the banana going uh -huh. on. Those are kind of cute. I'm fine with that. He's like, speaking of Avon, Jesus. <sighs> and now you too can juice your own, <laughs> own Hollywood actor. Milking them for all that they're worth. It's called oh being a fucking scab. Do you want to cross the picket line and not honor what these people in the union are doing? Then try being a scab. <laughs> I don't know if that's like when Paige was here, I made a Drew Barrymore joke about uh -huh. her crossing the line. I'm like, I don't know when these episodes are going to come out. I don't know if this is going to be dated. Uh, I'm the devil. And I'm here to say I'm the most evil rapper in the USA. All my homies and my bitches say hello. Oh, did she turn everything off? He's going to be devoured by his own ghost. I'm Tony motherfucking Shaloub. Oh, man. Tony Shalhoub's going to feel like a little bitch because he signed over that legal contract <laughs> and did not purchase homeowners no, like he talked about. Oh, now they're all going home? Like, they're just walking away? They're like, let's blow this popsicle stand? All right. And of course, <laughs> it's it's the 2000s and you've got a rapper in it. You've got to have a rap song. Yeah. All right, so we talked about the movie a little bit beforehand. We made fun of the movie. I gave you a summary. And now we're going to talk about the movie. This really isn't me giving my review. It's all about the special guests giving their review. I'm going to fill you in with some behind-the-scenes features and some fun facts I found out. But you know what? Let me be clear. Not all these movies have fun facts, okay? There is nothing to find on them. Sometimes doing this research is fucking hard, okay? Not everything has a backstory. It isn't well documented like 1978's Halloween or John Carpenter's The Thing. Ah, oh, fuck. Well, I'm fucking rambling.
Okay, so the point is, is I'm trying to give as much facts as I possibly can. Sometimes there isn't a lot. We're just going to talk about the movie, okay? It's the discussion part. Who hurt you? So, Tracy, what'd you think of, what'd you think of 13 Ghosts? Well, honestly, I didn't love it because it didn't feel haunted so much as it was just ghost. You know what I mean? Like it was more sci-fi-ish than it kind of reminded me a bit of Alias. Did you ever watch Alias with Jennifer Garner? I did not. Okay. So, I mean, they have like one-offs, but then just kind of like X-Files, there did become like a, a, a go, you know, a running story plot through it. And it's, you know, somebody looking at ancient technology to, you know, crack open the secrets sure. of the world kind of kind of thing. It's been yeah. done a thousand times yeah. over. Yeah, that's kind of... And it also kind of reminded me at the end of Perfume where, like, he just gets killed by a mob at the end. <laughs> so you... What were you hoping to get out of this movie? Um, I guess I usually get really jumpy and scared uh, more easily. So it wasn't so scary. It was it was it was more silly than scary to me. Yeah, but it was funny. It was definitely I'm, funny. I mean, you have no idea. If I wanted to show people scary movies, yeah. I could. Like <laughs> I've got plenty, and you would not have a good time, and you would ask not to come back. <laughs> Well, I just don't like, I don't like gory stuff, but I do like scary stuff. Uh, there's a movie called Haunt. It's really good. Okay. Uh, there's a movie called Hereditary, which I is, that. oh, I yeah, love Hereditary. So you, you weren't crazy about it. No, I'm not crazy about it. I didn't hate it, but I wasn't crazy about it. What would you say is like, what would you say was your favorite thing from it? It doesn't have to be a, it could be a scene or an actor or a, anything. Um... I, I still am in love with that joke. <laughs> Did the lawyer split? <laughs> <laughs> Would you say that that's going to be your favorite that's quote? That's going to be my too? favorite quote, yes. <laughs> Did the lawyer split? Yeah. Uh, my favorite quote is uh, Matthew Lillard's line, which is, uh, did I say that there was a petting zoo downstairs? <laughs> no, there are ghosts downstairs, Arthur. It's such a good line. Yeah. Uh and also when, like, he goes through all these, like, ways of not saying ghost. <laughs> and they're like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? I like Wraith. Wraith was good. I thought that was cooler. But, like, all the other shit, I was like, someone wrote that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what, I, you didn't, you weren't crazy about it. But what would you say was, like, the worst part of the movie? Okay. The, the part that I really didn't like, I mean, granted, it is 2001, which... Part of me feels like that was just yesterday, but no, that was 22 years ago. Um, just, they just used um, the, the babysitter, like, checks all the boxes for the really annoying black tropes. You know, that, you know, she's the sassy one, she's gonna just fuck around and do things, and that's gonna save everything, and... Um, so yeah. more the trope, or like, character type that they wrote for her mm -hmm. yeah you're gonna find that in like a lot of yeah. like 2000s mm -hmm. movies especially uh 90s and 2000s are really terrible for characters because like people are almost one dimensional yeah except for the people that's like the bad guy or whoever your final girl is mm -hmm. or final guy uh but everyone else very one dimensional they've got like one thing and yeah. they're gonna run that bit into the ground 
so yeah that was kind of poor use of her but yeah that's that's probably the one thing i really didn't like about it i would say my least favorite thing is them just constantly like running around like not knowing <laughs> where people are and i'm like Jesus. and they fucking split up but i mean i guess you gotta have a plot but you, you never split up never split up but never they always do and i should just know that's gonna happen so um now very cool things that i learned about this movie mm. and i'm still fascinated by yeah. one uh like i said when the credits were going greg mm-hmm. nicotero uh did all those beautiful beautiful uh practical effects with mm-hmm. all the makeup yeah those the, were pretty cool the guy who's playing the juggernaut's mm-hmm. like six foot seven six foot eight uh-huh. and uh, had to be in makeup for like five hours oh, man. And it very rarely is it done when they do like makeup and molds mm-hmm. for people that uh, afterwards they actually preserved everything and made it cohesive. And then they present his outfit to him as like a gift after the movie, mm-hmm. which really doesn't happen mm-hmm. in like film. They don't like give you all the prosthetics you wore. Yeah. Interesting. Something else that you'll find absolutely incredible. Uh, of course, me here. Me and lots of people are big fans of practical effects. Uh-huh. I think even if it looks like big red cherry blood, I enjoy it more than <laughs> like fake splatter. <laughs> yeah, it's way more interesting. So the thing that was uh, special effects was like the gears in the mm-hmm. machine. Everything else was practical, meaning that that entire glass like house was a oh. set oh, that wow. they made. Yeah. So. Uh, they obviously had to go through like a bunch of challenges in yeah. order to like make that because mm-hmm. you could see through the entire house. Yeah. So they had, uh, that's why they had the Latin script mm-hmm. on it. They wrote it in as a plot device, but so you couldn't just, just see, see straight through. through. Yeah. They also had people like all in the crew be wearing like black constantly. Oh, yeah. And it was a bitch to shoot because you had to keep picking angles where you couldn't see a glare right, right. or anything in the yeah. background. And honestly, like, there's lots of lavish sets that I've seen in films, Mm -hmm. but this is incredibly intricate. Now, something else I found out while researching this is the guy who did the set production Mm -hmm. for this then went on to uh, to do Avengers Infinity War, Avengers Endgame, Thor Ragnarok. He's doing the Halo series. Like, he he did some work. No, that's definitely a lot of work. When you look at sets like that, especially if they built the whole, yeah, didn't do it like in a studio or something like that. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, so would you, would you recommend this movie for, for anyone and why? Um, I don't think I would be across the board like, yeah, you should see this, but I, I mean, it's definitely, you know, if I knew somebody's taste that, you know, did, like. I, I, I think my friend Alex, that's the kind of thing that she would really um, like uh, kind of thing. I think it's a, you know, a specific person who appreciates that, that kind of aesthetic. I think this Halloween season, what you should do, mm-hmm. if you do have time, you should find the original like 1950s okay. one and watch yeah. it and be like, even though I didn't like the other one, it was way better. <laughs> you think the original is way better? No. Okay. No. Right. <laughs> no, God, no. 
No. No. The only one that uh, of the original William Castles that I think mm. is better than the new one mm. was uh, House on Haunted Hill, just because it's mm. Vincent Price. Yeah. It's going to be hard yeah. to like match up to that. Absolutely. Uh, and then The Haunting, the original Haunting's like way better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, no. William Castle <laughs> in his own right, I think, is absolutely incredible. Yeah. I could talk about him for days. Also, like, John Waters absolutely loves him. Uh, he also, other gimmicks he used to do, he used to, like, sometimes pour noxious gas into the theaters and people would pass out and then they would have like headliners that's like 10 people passed out a showing of homicide last night and then people are like i have to go get tickets to go see this oh my god obviously general liability insurance was oh i mean it was back in the day they i mean think about it like a wizard of oz when they're going through the poppy field is asbestos like the snow yeah Yeah. Yeah, they can give a fuck i mean it looks good it looks great uh, the Wicked Witch, I mean, died from all the green stuff on her. I don't think it ever, it ever really came off. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been a bitch going to the bank and being like, I know my ID looks, looks different. Bad. I get it. <laughs> so if you were to rate this, mm-hmm. let's say, let's say on a scale of one to ten, mm-hmm. personally, what would you rate it? I'd say like around a seven. Okay. Yeah. I love Tony Shalhoub. And I'm, I'm glad F. Murray Abraham had something to do after Amadeus. I haven't seen him around a lot. He's in the Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, that's right. He's fantastic. Work, I feel like you don't need to after your Academy Award winner. You're like, <laughs> I, I did it. I hit the high water mark. I guess the only high water mark after that is like getting a second one. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. And that was probably not going to happen again. So. Yeah, I mean, Tom Hanks only has two. But I don't think Tom Hanks is that good of an actor. Oh, thank you so much. I hate him. I don't hate him. I just don't don't think he's that good. I just never have... After Forrest Gump, I never wanted to see anything he's in again. I certainly have an attachment for, like, Toy Story. Like, I'm fine with that. Okay. Uh, And then he has a movie... One of his first movies is called Mazes and Monsters. Which is a, during the satanic panic of the 80s, mm-hmm. they thought Dungeons and Dragons oh, yeah. was okay. going to corrupt people. And so they made mm-hmm. a movie over it. It's bad. Of I course, him in Bosom Buddies. Bosom Buddies is fantastic. And all the comedy he did. And then he did, I saw Boris Gump. And I immediately was sick of him from that point forward. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I could tell all the quotes that people were going to just run into the ground. Um, I think I was captivated by his performance in uh, Elvis. That actually might be my favorite Elvis? movie I've seen him in. Oh, the one, the most recent one. Yeah, because uh, I know they're making a new Elvis uh, mm-hmm. movie called Priscilla. Sofia Coppola is doing that. Okay, I might watch that because I just I don't like Elvis either. He's an asshole. Oh no one ever's. I mean, no one ever said he wasn't. And I guess I just don't ever think he was that hot. And I didn't really like his songs. Oh, I'm from Madison County, so like levels of attractiveness <laughs> are like the bar is so low. So something that we do for everybody mm-hmm. for uh, that I ask of everybody for the podcast yeah. is make a tagline. So just give me a pitch. Oh no! You don't have to worry about it. Like it's not going to stick because the whole <laughs> the bit is everybody gets one. Um, 
at like, can I call you at like three in the morning? Because I will have the best tagline in the morning. If, if you want to yeah. come back for a second one, that's how you should open up. You think you're gonna, you think you're gonna jump scare, but you're just gonna laugh and have fun instead. I'm trying to remember that so I can say it in a tagline. I'm Dakota Jones for the Horror Talk Podcast. You think you're gonna jump scare, but you're gonna laugh and have fun instead? Yeah. Was that it? <laughs> Sorry, I always put too many words in when I can't figure out what I want to say. Okay. Or maybe. Oh no no, that's what we're okay. going with. All right, no do overs here. All right, so for the Horror Talk Podcast, uh, I'm your host Dakota Jones. And Tracy Herring. You think you're going to jump scare, but instead you're going to laugh and have fun. (laughs) That's the longest one we've had. I always add too many words when I'm I'm stuck. (laughs) Oh, well, that's a wrap. Strange in your neighborhood. Who you gonna call? Ghostbusters! If it's something weird and it don't look good, who you gonna call? Ghostbusters! There's something strange in your neighborhood. You should call your homeowners association. <laughs>